Hey, Jackie. Hey, Jen. Welcome, listener. We appreciate you to another episode of Our Frank. Uh, This is, again, the second time that we've tried to record this episode because I am not friends with technology. Yeah, it's been a whole thing. And sorry, guys, for the sound. It's probably going to be shitty again. (laughs) We're trying. I hope it's not. So we'll see. Um, And please give us feedback. And if you know of any other way to do this, you know, across the miles, then please let us know. But we're doing our best. Um, (laughs) So some things that we wanted to talk about this week include fighting. And my question to you, Jackie, is have you ever been in like an actual fight with somebody physically? Um, well, I, I think I have the personality of either you fuck with me or you don't. Right. Right. Fuck with me because most people are cool. Um, but I think a lot of people might think that because of my personality, because it can be maybe a little aggressive, not in like a mean way, but in like, I know what I want and I know how to get my point across. Does that make sense? That absolutely makes sense. Basically what you're saying is, is you're a sex pistol. Is that what I am? <laughs> Whatever. I, I know what I want and I know how to get it. I don't, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I don't have a short fuse or anything like that. I'm a big communicator, but a lot of people, because I can be so honest and blunt, would classify me as an asshole, Um, which is not false. (laughs) But I would would say I'm like an asshole with a heart of gold. Um, I'm big on communicating. I don't like to be confrontational. I, I'm not a person that likes to just blurt shit out. I'm always very, um, what is the word? Like uh, collected and I always think before I, I say things for the most part, for the most part. Which is so good, Jackie, because I am the exact opposite. Like I don't think I just say and then I worry about it so much later. But um, see, I never thought, like even before I knew you that you were an asshole or anything like that, I knew that you were like kind of like a a take no shit kind of person. But like even when you don't like somebody, it's not like you go out of your way to to be an asshole to them or anything like that, which is what I would do um, if I didn't like somebody, for example, at work. Let's be real. That's what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> you know, there are people that at our past job that I didn't like that I would just straight out not be mean to, but I would ignore them or get in like a snide thing every now and then and hope that, you know, maybe they got it, maybe they didn't, but they got the point across, right? Whereas you are, I feel like, able to just remain neutral even if you can't stand that person. Um, so what you're saying is you're petty AF. <laughs> I, I, do you want to know how petty I am? There's a, a girl at my new work who just had a birthday and a certain other person at work said, like, made, like, a comment that was, like, uh, just not warranted and just kind of bitchy. And I made uh, this girl a birthday cake based on that comment. Wow. Yeah. 
Did you take a picture of it? And can we post it? <laughs> yes, we absolutely can. But um, one of the other doctors was like, that is the pettiest fucking cake I've ever seen. And I'm like, that's right. Well, what is, are you going to tell the story or just I don't know if I want to tell the story because it's a doctor said something, but basically um, a doctor made a comment about something that we all knew, you know, it was like kind of saying like, well, you know, fleas, you have to worry about them in the summer and the winter. Like, duh, we know that. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And so then I would make a cake based on the fact that fleas are in the environment all year round. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see this. Um, <laughs> I... Ah, work. Okay, so Marino, who all of you guys, if you listen to the prior podcast that JSR had with another certain individual that I used to guest on, and that eventually uh, the other individual was out of the picture and I was just on, and then that's how this became our Frank King to be a thing. And then um, uh, Marino was on the previous podcast. Um, quite often. So if any of you were involved with that, you kind of get a sense of who she is and my relationship with her. Um, We started to work together about two weeks from each other, same starting time. And a lot of people used to say like, oh, have you guys known each other for like a long time? Because it was just that's how we we carried ourselves. It was just so easy. We were just bullshitting with each other all the time, like giving each other shit back and forth. So people just like naturally thought that we had like a friendship that was older than what, like three days or something, right? <laughs> right. Also the fact that you guys, you know, were two Hispanic ladies. Yeah. It also didn't. Yeah. That was a thing we gravitated towards each other because we were like the only uh, Lat- Latino people in a sea full of whites. So. Right. Was that bad that I said Hispanic? That was okay, right? Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, okay. I don't want to be racist about it. Yeah, that's fine. Because if I was going to be racist about it, I'd be like, you two are the only Mexicans, but that is not true because she's from El Salvador. Yeah, she's still El Salvadorian, which apparently Mexicans and El Salvadorians have a kind of a beef anyways, but- I had no idea. Yeah, like it's a thing. But anyway, so that whole thing happened and then she fucked up majorly. Uh, in a way where she got a girlfriend who also worked with us because for some reason this bitch just likes to fuck her coworkers, but whatever, that's a different topic. Um, and but then, you guys don't do it. Just don't. Yeah, just, just don't. Don't, do it. don't mix your pleasure with work because it never ends well, especially for all the people around who are involved. And then later on it becomes, oh, anyways. So Marino had got a girlfriend and everything was fine. Like we used to be friends and we would go out together and blah, 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 blah. But then eventually, I don't know why this bitch started to feel some type of way about me and my relationship with um, Marino. Now, let- Wait, now, I have a question about that timeline wise. Was that before or after that? It was it was before like that time when I almost drowned, right? or was it after i don't know girl i have no because idea. i was thinking that because that was a that was a breakup day they got back together after that and did the hate only happen after that day probably okay all right okay um so marina got a girlfriend whatever happened um the girlfriend decided that 
I always secretly wanted Marino to like me, mm-hmm. which is fucking ridiculous. But backstory to that, when me and Marino started to become friends, um, she actually had a crush on me. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> hello. Um, but anyways, she was like trying to say if I would like date her or something. And I said, bitch, stop right there. Um, I'm strictly dickly. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, uh, I can appreciate a woman. I can appreciate women's features. Like who doesn't ni- like a nice pair of titties and a nice pair of ass? You know what I'm saying? I can right. appreciate that. A beautiful face, you know, things like that. Sure. I'll give it to you all day. But do do I want to eat that ass? No, I don't. Like it's no. not. <laughs> unfortunately, that's not anything inside me that that wants to do that. So, uh, more power to the people who you know like girls. But so I told her, and then she got kind of weird, and she was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I just thought." And I was like, "Hey, fool, don't make it a fucking thing. It's whatever. I don't really give a fuck about it. Like, you like me, duh. Who doesn't? <laughs> I think I, I said, you know me. I probably said some yeah. shit like that." And she was like, okay, bitch, like that. And then that was it. That was it. It was never a thing after that. Like, but You're also really good at not making things awkward or not keeping them awkward if they are awkward. You're just like, whatever. Whereas, again, let's talk about the difference between you and me. I will make it awkward for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not a person, when people are, like, crying to me and, like, feeling very upset, like, with my rojitas who I love and I miss, She's a really close friend of mine that moved away, and I don't get to see her anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Communicate recently, but she would like cry to me about stuff and things like that. And I'm not a person that's good with words when those things are happening. I'm very like, uh. <laughs> I basically just go like, I don't know, and I, this is literally like what I do. I'm like, I don't know what to say to you to make you feel better. I'm not really good with my words during this kind of stuff, but like, I'm a doer. Just let me know what I can do for you, and 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 I'll do that. Like, that's what I can do, you know? Yes, I do. And I've experienced that firsthand when previous podcast friend um, ghosted me like it was Halloween. I, like, just kept texting you going, oh, my God, what? Oh, my God, what? Oh, my God, what? And it's not like you really had a lot to say about it, but you let me do my thing, which was very appreciated. Yeah, you know, it's what I do. I'm a really good listener, so people just like to talk, and I just listen, and in situations with like relationship advice and problems like that, like I could do that all day because mm-hmm. I've been through a lot and I'm usually pretty on point about the advice that I give especially True. with like my guy friends and things like that. They come to me a lot and be like, what the fuck does this bitch mean when, when she's saying this and things like that, you know, <laughs> you're like, well, let me tell you what's up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm also like, I get really, I think my humor is the thing that kind of, makes things like get back to like level playing fields where they're not like just depressed and crying mm-hmm. also when you know when they're done talking and they're just crying and I'm, I'd be like Rojitas you know how ugly you look when you cry <laughs> 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 yeah and that's fucking mean to say but like knowing me and my humor she got it and then she would just like start laughing to be like shut up like and then you know and then we'd get and then I can like help her back to get happier things like that you know Right. But, um. Anyways, I don't even know why are we talking about this. What, what was I saying? Because I because I we're, we're going to talk about your your uh if you've ever been in a physical fight. Yeah, but we're talking about Marino. Oh, just because you asked if you if 
are you you're not confrontational okay and so so back to marino so um so oh yeah that was the history that marino liked me at some point the the girlfriend knew and then after a while whatever she felt some type of way she felt insecure about it so she told marino like she gave her an alternative i guess like or an ultimatum ultimatum is the word Mm -hmm. um and she's like you either like drop her or like just be with me or I don't know the exact words, but basically dumb bitch Marino sent me a text message and it said like, Oh, I'm trying to change things about my life. And I think that you're like a toxic person in it. And like, blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Even though I was the bitch who was always there for her through all her bullshit with everything, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, look, Marino, I love you. But what it should have said was, I want this pussy more than I want to hang out with you. That's the end of it. And, you know, still fuck that bitch, because who the fuck you want to like, if you're going to choose some pussy over my friendship, then you can go fuck yourself. But anyway, absolutely. That's basically what happened. Right. And she sent me yes. a long thing, and I'm not a person that likes to go back and forth, blah, 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 blah. I wasn't going to be like, what do you mean? You're fucking dumb. How can you do Like, no, 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 no. I literally did not respond. I took a look at it, and I was like, all right, if that's how you want to be, then it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I right. lost this, because if you're not going to appreciate me, I'm not going to fight to let you know why you should appreciate me. You know what I'm saying? So Exactly. So I just let it go, and then... I don't, what a shock that that relationship didn't work out for her. Um, so <laughs> when that was all said and done, she tried to come back into my life, trying to be like, I'm so sorry. I fucked up. Like it wasn't you. I was just blah, 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 blah. But your girl wasn't hearing it. You know what I'm saying? She, Correct. Cause she, she already made her choice. I was, I was Helen Keller when it came to that bitch. I could not hear her. I could not see her. Like, you know, she did not exist. Right. So, um, but she tried really fucking hard to get back into my life. And I can appreciate effort. And I think it had a lot to do with proximity because it's hard to ignore someone that basically you see all day, every day, because we work together on the same days, mostly the same hours. So it was not a thing that I can just like cut out of my life and avoid forever. Cause that would, and then also she jumped in front of your car. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, she would, she would like try to catch me in a room when I was trying to room something and I was like by myself and she would be like, please, can you please just talk to me? And I would just be like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. Like, leave me the fuck alone. And I'd like walk away, but she would be really consistent. And then one time she caught me in a room and, and she was like, Jackie, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, I'll talk to you after fucking work. Just leave me the fuck alone. Right. And she's like, right. okay, 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 okay. She left me alone and I tried to like bounce and sneak out before she could um, catch me after work because I wasn't really trying to hear it. I just mm-hmm. that bitch to leave me alone. But lo and behold, she went running after me and we had like a, um, well, I didn't have a, a conversation. She just talked, right? I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck you need to say, right? So she right. talked and she was like, I'm so sorry with like every cell in my bean and blah, 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 blah. She was crying and it was a whole thing. And then <laughs> me being me, uh, I can also be petty. I don't know if you know that about me. Um, and I was like, are you done? Was that it? Like, <laughs> can I go? Is that what you needed? Because if that's what you needed to say to like, keep it moving, then I listen. So like, let me go home. Right. 
Right. And she was like, Jackie. And I was like, bye. So I leave. Um, and then another time she comes and catches me after work again and tries to talk to me. I'm not having it. So she like legit tries to jump in front of my car to try to get me from leaving. You know what I'm saying? And then I have to like swerve. Oh my God. And not, and not run her over. And then she like started blowing up my phone after trying to apologize. So eventually after she had had that conversation with me and she tried it and tried again, she would like try and say hi to me in the halls and things like that. And eventually I kind of gave in and I would do the little like up, like real quick, like what's up kind of deal. Like no, like barely eye contact, just what's up. And so little by little, she would start like working on me, like sitting like two chairs, you know, (laughs) like across the room, you know, and like kind of, cause the way, you know, the way our work is set up, like it's a very big open area and people can hear everybody else's conversations. Usually people chime in and blah, blah, blah. And she like eventually like try to jump in and chime into like some things that would be going on that I was involved in, you know, and I just side eye her like whatever, bitch. And, but because she used to be down like at your end of the hallway, right? Yeah, yeah. Like by you and Rajitas. And then when things got bad, then she came up to my end of the hallway and then she started trying to creep back. Exactly. So that was a whole thing. Um, and then eventually, like I, I can also appreciate effort and I can also appreciate that somebody is actually really, truly sorry and is trying to correct their wrongs and like the only reason that I was that petty was because she really hurt me. She hurt Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And like, like I said, I did nothing wrong. And for you to tell me that I'm a fucking toxic person in your life, that, you know, that I was causing issues in your life, even though I wasn't, I wasn't doing shit. I was just being your friend and being there for you. Like whatever. But anyway, so that's what happened. And then eventually me and Marino, we started hanging out and being really good friends again. But then, you know, which which I I do think is admirable. Um, the more that we talk about this, though, the more that I realize that that other one has got so many issues. Oh my god! Because who does that to a person? But that's a topic for another podcast. We can have a whole narcissist conversation if you want. Yeah, but like also with her because she worked with us as well, the the girlfriend, mm-hmm. and so we wouldn't interact with each other like me and marina we worked in the same department but even like i was the only other person in the department and she needed help she knows that she wasn't going to talk to me because i was just ignore her ass and just be like fucking figure it out bitch it's not on me Mm -hmm. you know so and vice versa like if i would go out i would never ask for help or, or anything like that and me and the girlfriend we didn't work in the same department so it was kind of easy for us to avoid each other right but I'm not the type of bitch that like is going to go out of my way to to do something mean to you or to call you names or be not, I'm not that bitch because she thought that I hated her. And for you to give yourself that much credit to think that I would actually invest real emotions into you, like, <laughs> bitch, please, you, you are nobody like you think that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. So to me, it was like, whatever, bitch, like. I already know the kind of people that you are. You're all bad vibes. I don't fuck with that shit. Just stay out of my fucking lane and I'll stay out of yours. Especially, I think also because we were at work 
and uh, was not trying to get fired. You know what I'm saying? True, 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 true. Because you know that she is the type that would pull that kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not the one to let some dumb bitch mess with my coins. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Um, It wasn't that deep to me. She was Mm -hmm. obviously an insecure person and whatever. Like, that's it. Like, we would pass each other in the halls occasionally, but she knew not to look at me sideways because at that point, like, I don't know that I could have contained myself or like at least said something, you know what I'm saying? But, and then, you know, I wouldn't look at her sideways because I wouldn't even waste my time wasting my sight on her. So it wasn't even like that deep, but so that's that. I don't think that like, I don't seek it out to like be a bitch to somebody, even if I don't like them, I just Mm kind of like stay clear. Like, I don't like your vibes. Clearly, I don't fucking like you. Like, they're okay. So, but I'm also not fake about it. True, 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 true. True, you're not. You're not. If you know that I do not fuck with you, don't come up to me and pretend that we like that we are cordial. Because I'm not even that. Like, you, you think you're petty with that? That's that's how petty I am. One time, let me tell you a story. One time, Please. I was seeing this guy. Mm-hmm. And we went to this is how long ago it was. We went to a club. Your girl at a club. What the <laughs> fuck, right? I think I was like twenty or something. And, okay. Um, one of the hostess at the club, who was a bitch that I did not fuck with, the guy that I was seeing knew I didn't fuck with her, and he was kind of like nervous because she knew both of us, right? Right, right, right. And she was coming up to greet us. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looked at me like, is it okay? Can I say hi? Like, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. Say fucking hi to the dumb bitch, whatever. So she goes yeah. in and she gives him a hug and is like, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, she looks at me and she goes in to give me a hug. And I just, and you're like, yeah, I stepped back and I was like, nah, bitch. And she was just like, oh, she was like appalled. And I was like, bitch, I don't fuck with you. Like, right. what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm not that bitch. Right. That's, that's where I'm not that bitch. Like, just stay the fuck away from me if I don't fuck with you. Like, I'm not trying to beat your ass at this club. Like, right, 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 right. I always just, like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't even know what my issue with her was at this point. But it's usually that bitches be hating on me because I have a friend that happens to be maybe their boyfriend. And a lot of girls did not like me because I used to have a lot of guy friends and with that comes that they would get girlfriends eventually or whatever. And they would always feel some type of way about me being their friend. Right. Cause you know, they always, and that's because like, oh. girls are bitches and they're insecure. Yeah. So they would think like, Oh, automatically like, Oh, she, you know, I don't know if you know this, but yeah, my face is, is all right. It's a perspective <laughs> at times. So they would see that and they, I don't know if they felt insecure or whatever. So it was always a thing where bitches, always used to hate on me and I you know I didn't take like I said they were nobodies to me so I didn't really feel no type of way but don't I think if you came at me like on a personal level and like we saw each other that would be a different story but as a general I don't like a bitch please you ain't nobody to me for me to be wasting any energy on you but anyways but that's great because I've I've never been that bitch so nobody's ever been jealous of me <laughs> bitch shut up so soul. I'm jealous of well, I mean, I know that and you know that, but what I'm saying is nobody was ever like, mm, that's, you know, you know what I mean. Well, I mean, I don't know what you mean. So I've never been fought over. You never been what? I've never been fought over. 
I, I don't think nobody's I, ever like fought somebody else because of me or over me or like, you know what I mean? Nobody's ever had a confrontation because they both wanted to be with me, for example. Well, I'll have a story about that, but let me tell, talk to you about my fight. I guess we could finally get to that. Or yes, please. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know if it was a fight. Listeners, you can chime in if you guys want and let me know if this was a fight. I don't think that like legitly it was a fight, but here's the story. So of course it has to do with my ex. Right. Um, he, we were in an argument or in a part of it. I was on and off with him for 13 and a half years. So which is a long time. It's a long fucking time. At the point, it was like half of my life. You know, it was one of those high school things and it was super toxic and we were always on and off and he was always fucking me over and I was always like boohoo. But uh anyways, it was uh one of the times where we hadn't talked to each other for like 2 days or something cuz he probably did something stupid, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, I wasn't talking to him at the time. But I did know that there was this girl, give her a name. Uh, Josephine. Okay, we'll call her Josie. There was this girl named Josie that was back in town. And Josie had a a past with my ex Mm -hmm. that was that he fucked me over with her four years prior. So already that's like he should know not to be fucking with this girl at all. Ever. Ever. Ever, right? But So I knew she was in town. Mm-hmm. I didn't think nothing of it, you know? But then I had another friend give him a name. Uh, yikes. Uh, oh, my God. Eduardo. I made him Mexican. Okay. So <laughs> Eduardo. <laughs> well, he was a Latin descent, so, but he wasn't Mexican. Okay. But Eduardo. Okay. So my friend, I had a homie named Eduardo. Eduardo was homies with uh Josie so they knew each other right but my ex at the time my my man whatever at the time and Mm -hmm. Eduardo did not fuck with each other they knew of each other but they didn't hang out together you know what I'm saying okay so the only connecting factor was Josie right so Eduardo hits me up and it's like midnight and a half Mm -hmm. he's like hey I'm chilling with your boy and I said "Uh uh-uh how can you be chilling with my boy? Because you guys don't chill. The only connecting factor is that bitch. Right. So I put two and two together. It made four. Right. So I get, I'm so mad. So I hit up my, my math time, you know, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, of course it goes to voicemail. Right. Blame him a voicemail saying, how the fuck can you be doing this to me? I, you better not be fucking with this bitch. Like, you better not be anywhere near her. Like, give me a call back or like, it's fucking over forever. You know, that kind of thing. Wait, now, but like, officially you were still together or you hadn't talked to him for two days. So does that mean you were like on a break or what does that mean? It means that I was fucking with him for a long time and we had mm-hmm. this thing where we knew we weren't supposed to fuck with anybody else regardless of whether we were talking to each other or not. Because okay, okay. the kind of relationship that it was. You know Understood. Um so it was it wasn't a thing where, oh, we broke up. We were always off, mm-hmm. but it was right. periods of time where it was always always fucked. Right. So um so yeah, so that thing had happened. And so of course he didn't call me back, but I wasn't about to stay at home and wait for him to call me back. I said, I'm going to go to his house 
and I'm going to yep. have a conversation with him, a civil conversation. Right. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I put on, I had some like house shoes on, but I put on my Vans just in case. Of course. I put on a bra because, you know, the girls need support if anything's going to go down. Not insinuating that something was going down, but I was ready. Right, right, right. And, you know, you can't have them flying all over the place. No, no, no. They're going to punch me in the face. And what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't be taking myself out. No. That's ridiculous. So I go to his house. Of course, he's not there. I text his sister. His sister lets me in the house. And I guess I, I don't know. I guess I was a psycho bitch. I was like, this was like, I was 22 years old or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was still a young soul with hope and passion and you know all that stuff um, exactly I waited in his room like I twiddled my thumbs for like two hours right Yikes. I know and then finally like around three o'clock in the morning or something I hear the door open and I was like finally this motherfucker is here mm-hmm. but I hear <laughs> right not okay not okay I'm like that's not how my man laughs like he doesn't <laughs> He's not a giggling bitch. You know what I'm saying? So I was heated. And the way that his, the house was set up was the door, you make a, you make a right. There's a hallway. His room is at the very end of the hallway. To the left of the hallway, there is a bathroom. Mm-hmm. So the bitch goes into the bathroom. Right. And then he goes into his room and mm-hmm. opens the door. There you are. Because, like... <laughs> And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And of course, what do you mean what the fuck am I doing here? Like, what the fuck are you doing as a general? Like, who the fuck is that bitch? Blah, 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 right? I go off. Of course, the bitch is done in the bathroom. And she's like peering over his shoulder, right? Mm -hmm. And I look at her. And I don't really instantly recognize her. Because it's been four years. The bitch has had a baby. Like, it's, it's it's been a lot of time. Right. But you know that it's her. I know that it's her. But right, okay. visually, I, I can't connect it, you know? Right, 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 right. right. Still, I didn't just want to assume. I was like, maybe it's a different bitch that he's fucking over with this time, you know? Right. So I, I, She kind of like is peering behind his shoulder, like trying to see what the fuck is going on. And mm-hmm. I catch her eyes and I'm, I look at her. I'm like, who the fuck are you, bitch? Right? And, uh-huh. then, and she was like, what do you mean, who the fuck am I? And I just like, who the fuck are you, bitch? Right? And she said her name. She's like, well, it's Josie. And I'm just like, why? So then it was confirmed, uh-huh. you know? I had the receipts, Mary. So right. I looked at him and I was like, really? For this bitch? Blah, 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 blah. I go off. And then he's like, you need to leave. You need to leave right now. And I don't know that this motherfucker thought I was about to curtsy out of there or do like one of those <laughs> fucking tap dancing numbers with a cane, you know, and just like <laughs> exit stage left or whatever. Nah. <laughs> So I look at him and I think I just said like, oh, I fucking hate you. And I just start like punching him like in the chest, you know, and then I get mad and I like get a really like good right, right hook to his face. Mm-hmm. He was standing near the wall. So his head hit against the wall. I just pushed him onto his bed. And then I saw her. She wasn't doing nothing at this point. She was just Wait, like, Tio, I would like to say already that's a fight. So if you're about to go off on her, that's going to be a double fight as far as I'm concerned. But I feel like he didn't swing at me or anything like that. So I don't think that's still. You know what I'm saying? He didn't try to hurt me. So Mm. anyway, so then I go to this bitch 
And the only thing I can remember is I said, you fucking bitch. And then I popped her in the face. And right. then I black out. <sighs> and this is why I don't, like, I learned my lesson that day that I cannot fight. Because I don't know how, like, if I would have killed that bitch or something. Like, how was that supposed to hold up in court? Right. You know what I'm saying? I blacked out. I blacked out. I don't remember. I don't know what I was doing. I was not in a clear state of mind. You know what I'm saying? Like how you would have been guilty by reason of insanity. Yeah, like crime of passion. That's a that's yeah, fun, right. That's not just in movies. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. So if any of you uh, listeners happen to like know some lawyer shit or like know the law, hit me up and let me know uh, if I got an out. If for whatever reason I, I get into a, a situation. And this is all happening allegedly, okay? <laughs> right, right. None of this <laughs> is happening. Wait, statute of limitations is over, I'm sure. I, I think so. I think it's been yeah. like 10 years. But mm-hmm. so I black out. I hit the bitch, I black out. The next thing I remember is this bitch is laid out on the floor. I'm sitting on top of her chest and I just keep punching her in the face, I guess, right? Yikes. So uh, my my man grabs me throws me over his shoulder to try to like carry me out the house. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of flailing everywhere and I'm pushing them in the crib wherever I can get some hits in. And the bitch tries to let, she gets up and she like tries to like, I don't know, hit me or swing at me or something, but I'm flailing, you know, I'm walking yeah. the fuck out. So she can't really get close to me. Um, she attempts, but like, doesn't really land anything. Uh, right. And then, <laughs> To make this uh, situation even more ridiculous, I don't know that I forgot to mention that it was around Halloween time, so <laughs> they had just arrived from some sort of pub crawl, which is why okay. you know, it was so late or whatever, I assumed. And right. this man was decked out in full zombie, like, costume. <laughs> he painted like a zombie and he had like a like some sort of suit on but that was like raggedy and torn and blood you know what i'm saying like the whole yeah thing. yeah yeah. so the zombie's carrying me out he's wearing a tie um he like tries to like push me out the door but i grab onto his tie right and i yeah. like, yank it down so his whole head is like down and he's hunched over and i'm just punching him in the face right because at that point <laughs> he can't really do anything because he's his head is like down and he's trying to like see but he can't and i'm just punching him and then that bitch oh to grab him from behind take uh-huh. him away and i'll land another one on her and then she was just like fuck it i'm done right right and then um his brother i mean his brother his sister and his mom wake up and <laughs> they start yelling like jackie and then his name like stop please stop so then i i let him go and then i walked to my car and then i like went to my bff's house and cried or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that that's a fight because I I didn't really get hit. I no, but you did. You did all the the hitting. I don't know. Does a fight have to be I think it has equal blows? I mean, that's that's a fight because it, it's a person against another person. True, huh? Fucking. That's why I don't know that it's technically. Listeners, if y'all want to wage in, let me know. But anyway, the only only thing that I remember was my hand was pretty fucking swollen and sore the next day. My right right hand. So then what, okay, I have two questions. Number one, what was she dressed up as? Um, I, I don't remember. She, I know she didn't have any face paint or anything like that. I think that she was just in regular clothes. 
I don't know oh, okay. if she had gone home or like she was actually with him or I don't know what the situation was. I just know that at some point okay. we were together, but I, or she just didn't dress up. I don't know. Okay. All right. And second question, what happened between you two after that? Like, was it done then for sure? Was that it? Or was there more? Bitch, of course it was not done. <laughs> like seven years after that, I think. Oh my God. You know, if you want to have a whole conversation on all the bullshit that me and this man, you need like 20 up. We can have a whole podca- podcast just on that guy. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll roll at the stores eventually one by one. But um, yeah. the crazy thing was, so this happened and I told you it was like three something in the morning when this happened. So I went right. home eventually and in the morning I woke up and my uncle was at my house. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, I heard that you got in a fight. And I was like, what the fuck? And this is like my beaner ass uncle that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> like, he doesn't know him. He doesn't know. Basically, he doesn't even know my life. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't know how. Rumors, man. I don't know what the fuck happened. But in between there and then it was a whole thing. Like, And my friend had hit me up too. Um, Eduardo, he had hit me uh-huh. up. He's like, what the fuck happened? Like. Josie is like wearing hella makeup today. She looks all fucked up. Like, what did you do? Like, people are gonna know it's me. He was like, he was scared to think that he was like a snitch of being like, hey, Jackie, this bitch is over here. Come get her type of deal, right? Oh my God. So he was like, what the fuck did you do? And I was like, full chill. Like, isn't that, that nothing to do with you? Calm the fuck down. But, right, um, right. Yeah, I don't know. And, and my tío was like, oh, la peligrosa, la peligrosa, which in Spanish means the, the dangerous one. Right. Right. Which is a nickname that I acquired um, when I was in Mexico. I was like 18 years old. And uh, my dad, I was in Michoacan, where my dad's from. It's a little mm-hmm. pueblo. Um, it was called Huaracha. It's called Emiliano Zapata now. Uh, and it's it's a poor, it's a poor little pueblo. My dad has built a house there. But uh-huh. I don't think that we had running water or we don't have running water there. It's like a okay. big ass, um, I don't know what it is, like a bin, but it's like uh-huh. huge and it lives on top of the house and you put water in that. Like a water tower? Kind of, kind of like that. Okay. And, um, but it wasn't full. Like, I don't know if the house was still in progress or whatever the fuck. Um, so what we had to do in order to have water to like bathe was my tia had to go down to the central, which is like the the downtown area, I guess, where there mm-hmm. was water that she would put in a bucket and carry it on her head all the way back up to because it's it was like on a mountain. Oh my god! A little bit up above the base, so it wasn't. It was like a you had to walk, and then you had to come back with a big ass barrel, and she would warm it up for us, and then that's how we would bathe. You know, we would take it into the the shower, and we, you know, right. So I wasn't able to wash. My- that's straight up like. Bible Jesus Africa shit right there. And like, I mean, I'm sure there was a reason for building like on, on in the high country, but honestly, you should build in the low so that when you're going down is when you have the heavy stuff. And when you're going up is when you have the empty. I'm yeah. just saying. I, I mean, girl, I feel you, but you know, they, they didn't have a choice, I guess. These poor people. Okay. So All they, right. I, I wasn't able to bathe every day. And I definitely mm-hmm. wasn't able to wash my hair every day when I did bathe. So I would right. wash my hair like maybe like once every like four or five days or something like that. And I don't know if you know anything about me, but your girl gets fucking greasy. 
Mm-hmm. After day, after like hour two after I take a shower, this bitch is all a fucking mess. So I really valued the time when I could actually wash my hair. And right. um, this particular day, there was going to be a, a big fiesta in the centro. So I had like mm-hmm. actually been able to take a, a bath that day and I washed my hair. I straightened it. I was like ready to go. I was looking cute. Mm-hmm. We go down to the centro and there's this area. Cause you kind of just walk around, you know, and there's this area where you have to pass where there's people who are like throwing confetti and like glitter and like little poppers and things like that as you pass by. So what, what kind of fiesta is this? Is like, is this like a, a summer thing? Is there a name for it? It's called is it... Mexicans, just trying to party for it, whatever reason. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So I don't particularly know that there was like a, a reason sometimes even if it's just like somebody's birthday or whatever the whole town comes together mm-hmm. and just fucking parties so i don't particularly know what the occasion was okay it was an occasion okay and i had made it through and i was pretty in the clear but there was just a couple more like guys up front that had things and one of them had a big bag of glitter and that's mm-hmm. the guy that i connected eyes with right and he saw me mm-hmm. and the gesture like oh i have this bag ready for you when you pass by and, and you're like, uh-uh. And I, and I told him, I said, no. I made the no motions with my hands. I did mm-hmm. the, like, the, the, the hand through the neck thing, like, cut that shit. And, right. and I made a fist and I put it into my palm. And I said, I will punch you. I will hurt you physically if you fuck with me because I washed my hair today, you know? So he was like, and then he put his hands up and he's like, oh, oh, oh okay, 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 right? So there right. was an exchange. There was communications. We had there was an understanding. May I add? Yeah, we had a, a you know we did a gentleman's handshake via looks, right? And so I thought I was clear to go. But let me tell you, I was not clear to go. As soon as I pass by, this motherfucker throws uh, like a handful of, of glitter. It's all over my fucking hair, and I'm just mad, girl. I'm usually not mm-hmm. a violent person. I don't. People are gonna be like, "Bitch!" After I tell these stories, but <laughs> I, I punched him. I punched him like I said that I would because I'm a man. You, you did warn him. You absolutely warned him. And the guy was like, kind of shocked, like, "What the fuck, right?" And then my cousins and I. I guess I just kept going at him, and my cousins were like trying to grab me. And then the cops were seeing that there was an altercation, and the cops started uh-uh. after us, and it was like a whole thing. And eventually, like, we got away, but. So since then, um, the word around the the little pueblo was that I was the peligrosa, right? That's how, right, right. That's how I earned quote unquote my nickname. So well, I think it's a good nickname, and you know, hashtag you too. Like you can't, you you did not give consent for the glitter. I did not. So no. so yeah, I I would call it glitter rape. You were raped by glitter. I I kind of because I was like a stripper for like still to this day I, I, I there's glitter coming out of my orifices okay <laughs> but so yeah that was that was my so when my uncle like in the morning I don't know how the fuck he found out but eventually like all my family knew I I still to this day don't know what the fuck how that communication came out but he was like oh I heard you're going to fight peligrosa you know yep anyways those are my confrontations I guess that I've that I've had but I've never had like a one-on-one physical, like I'm gonna meet you after school at three o'clock I type don't deal. Fuck with right. you. you little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. You little, you little dumb ass bitch, I ain't fucking.
That's what we're doing, all right. Then I'll be fucking with you. Little stupid ass, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. I heard you got a new man. I see you taking a pic. They ain't posted up thinking that it's making me sick. I thought I was going to have one of those, but then it never happened. Elaborate, please. Um, I will, I will. So I was in like seventh or eighth grade and I had this science teacher who was crazy and he had like some little office off of the classroom where I don't know, he would go in and do coke or whatever, but he's like, <laughs> class, I'm going into my office. If anybody makes a noise, you're all going to have an extra paper to do, right? So everybody's like, oh shit, you know, cause he's going to give us some crazy ass paper. So we're like, okay, everybody's being quiet. But then there's this kid and he's sitting behind the girl that I'm sitting next to, who is Angela. And she had the longest last name of anybody that I ever knew in my life. Cause she was from Thailand uh-huh. and nobody could say her last name. But anyway, Angela's sitting next to me and this kid like spits into his hand, you know, and he has this big loogie and he's trying to put it on her jacket. Right mm-hmm. now, me defender of my friends, I'm like, hey, quit it, right? Not realizing, oh shit, I'm the one that made a peep now. So dude comes back out and he's like, all right, y'all have a paper now. And I was like, but, and he was like, no buts, don't care what it is. You got a paper, right? So people were not pleased with me, but it wasn't like anybody was really mad, which is lucky, right? Except for this asshole kid who was like, that's it, Jennifer. I'm going to get the biggest, blackest girl in this school to kick your ass. <laughs> Why she got to be black, though? Damn. Because white people. Damn, white people. Because he was a pasty white boy. So um, I was mortified for a little while, like looking over my shoulder, looking for the big black girl, which it, ne- it never happened. I never had to fight her. There was no fight. We all did our papers, whatever. But um, that was the only time where like actually somebody was going to come after me and I was going to have to, I guess, defend myself or something because I don't know that I would be able to talk, uh, talk my way out of it, you know. But like I had a friend, my best friend, and I was like, you know, trying to, you know, get her to Get, find out what she would do if we did get into that situation and I say we because of course she would be there and she was and I was like you know what are you going to do if if somebody jumps out at me and tries to beat me up and she's like oh I'm running and I was like okay great <laughs> what a good friend <laughs> absolutely so so luckily it never happened and uh and that was that but yeah that's as close as I've gotten that is pretty crazy were, were you cool in high school? No, no. So, okay, I was like the worst, like the most awkward, the least fashionable, just the the cringiest, to use a word from, from today. Like everything that I did was just awkward and dumb until like ninth grade. And I was still in junior high at that time. And then I kind of made friends with some cool kids. Okay, okay. And so I felt like, and that's like when I discovered the Smiths, of course. And so like musically I was on point and I had friends that were cool, but like to this day, there was this one bitch that, that was friends with my best friend and both of those girls were pretty. And I was like the fat weird one. Like they said to my face, well, you know, Jen, if we're going to go and like, look for guys, we're not going to invite you. And I was like, thanks for telling me that to my face, bitches, but whatever, you know. Hey, at um, least they didn't say it behind your back. Like they were just straight bitches. At least they weren't like shady bitches saying shit behind your back and then lying to your face. I know, but you know, if I never well, knew they up. said that, that might be better. Yeah, it's still fucked up. I'm not saying it's not. 
But at least. Because now when I see her on Facebook, that's the first thing I think of. Oh, fuck this bitch. Let's go burn her house down. You still know her? <laughs> nah. <laughs> the first time I saw her in person since junior high school was at a funeral for a friend's husband. And I was like, even though it was at this man's funeral, I still was like, oh, you bitch. So, you know, those <laughs> wounds run deep. Petty AF. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so then, like, I guess I got cooler in one way or another. But, yeah, no, I was never cool until, like, last year. I, Maybe. The whole time I've known you, I think that you've been pretty cool. I've asked you to adopt me. So <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's really funny, though, because, like, I, I – I don't know, like it it was always like so under the radar in terms of like what I liked or whatever that like to most people it wasn't cool at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then once you get past a certain age, right, which I am definitely past, like it doesn't matter. But I do worry because like, okay, I'm what's today, the eleventh? Yeah. Right. So in six days I am going to be one half of a century old, right? Yeah. And so being that as it is, like, am I quirky and Jen, or am I like one of those old ladies trying to be young? Do you know what I mean? I just think you are quirky and Jen. Well, thank you. But you know, like I went to get my hair cut uh, the other day and I was like, look, so I want it to be short. I want it to, you know, be obviously kind of punk, but I don't want to look like I need to speak to the manager. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and she laughed and she figured it out and it was okay. But it's like, it's such a fine line. I mean, I feel I don't think so because I know you, and right? You know you, so you should be pretty, you know, confident in who you are and what you project. And if people don't get you, then fuck them because right. But like, them. I do worry. Like, what if other people think that I want to talk to the manager? What if other people think I'm a Karen like that? You know what I mean? Why does it matter what they think? I don't know. I don't want to be lumped in with those. I just want to be me. Listen, if you're going to be concerned about where you're going to get lumped, that's something that's that you have to work on. Not that the And I should really be over it at 50. I mean, yeah. At this point, <laughs> I'm 30. How old am I? 33, I think. 33, yeah. 33. And the fucks that I have given have just been in the negatives. So I think like if I, if when I'm turned 50, woo, bitch. I don't sure, sure. I'm a, I just like, fuck it. True, true. But but you have your looks on your side, whereas I look like an old lady. Listen, I don't think that, I mean, thank you, number one, for the compliment. I uh -huh. appreciate that. I, I thank Mary of Jesus for, for the face um, <laughs> and, the, and the great tits. Thanks, Mom. Right. But uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like, I personally don't look at myself and I, and I feel like, fuck yes, bitch. You can fucking get it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you can. I occasionally when I get like done up and shit like that, like I feel like that. I'm like, mm -hmm, I'm feeling myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think right, right, right. that doesn't necessarily come from like how you look on the outside. I think that has to resonate with your inside and then it projects out. Sure, 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 sure. But like I spent most of my life feeling shitty about I know I how I look on the outside and feeling bad about it on the inside. So all that is new to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, so maybe the thing is also, you know, I'm my number one fan. Right. And a lot of that, like a lot of people who know me obviously think that I'm cocky and that I'm a little bit like narcissistic and all that. And you know what? 
they're all true. <laughs> I'm not going to say that they're wrong. I do it, of course, like uh, from humor, from a humorous point of view. But let me tell you, this bitch can get it if she wants it. And right. that is not, I don't think that's just because of my looks. I think that's also my, my personality, you know? Oh, of course, of course. And it wasn't always like that. I didn't always have like these quote unquote looks because when I was right. in high school, uh, around my junior, no, my sophomore year, I had the worst acne ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking mm-hmm. about like cystic acne, like craters on my face, like three right new pimples every fucking day like i used to wear a hood a hoodie mm-hmm. every day it could be like a bitch it's 100 degrees today right in, on the east side and i would mm-hmm. be in my hoodie because i did not like people to look at my face because it was right. that bad i actually had to go to the doctor and they prescribed accutane which is mm-hmm. like the most intense drug that you could have gotten in the market and i was like what 15 at this age that's a young time to have that yeah and so it was so bad that I had to go to the doctor and the doctor looked at me and he's like yes bitch you need like the the hardcore shit Mm. so they put me on this drug uh Accutane that I had to get blood work done every month to make sure that it wasn't fucking up all of my internal organs oh my god (laughs) it had a warning label that it said that less than one percent of the people on this medication commit suicide (laughs) before i can start the medication i had to take two false pregnancy tests oh because you'll have like a, a mutant baby yeah because if i got pregnant on the drug the baby would be like super deformed and have all kinds of complications. So I had to do um, test negative twice. Mm-hmm. And then they had, they had to make me take a test every month before I can refill it. Um, saying like, Oh, because one of the requirements was also that I needed to be on two forms of birth control. Right. And so I was like on the pill. And then the other one that I said was a uh, condom. You know, right. that was the two. And I had to take that test and it said, how many forms of birth control should you be on? Like, can you get pregnant while on this drug? Like little things like that, right? So you would have oh, so just like a little quiz. Yeah, exactly. I had to take a to little make sure you still understood the terms. Exactly. And then okay. after all that was clear, then I can get refill for another month. Now you can only be on this drug five to six months at a time. Right. So after my... I think it was, I think I had it for, I don't know, one of those two, five or six months. And then uh, I emerged a beautiful, like Aztec warrior Mexican goddess you know, in my right. in my head, mostly. Sure, sure, sure. So I think with that, like, clear face, what I was able to show it and be proud of it, mm-hmm. I think a lot of my confidence and my, um, like, I guess, self-love. Mm-hmm. came from that and yeah. even though after I did have like you know acting here and there and I was super I was always super insecure about it like right. to a point where like people I wouldn't eat, be able to look people in the eye when my acne was super bad because I didn't want people looking at my face like I felt ashamed almost mm-hmm. and it's it's hard I can relate if people you know have acne it's it's fucking it was traumatizing for me sure and um it cleared me up for like, I think like seven years or something like that. And then at 
that point, I started getting it again, and I freaked the fuck out, and I went to the doctors, and I'm like, hey, this shit is happening again. Not as bad as the first time, because I had it, like, on my shoulders, too, and on my back. Like, I had uh-huh. all me. I had all that shit when I was, when I was little, and it right. came back this time, but not there. It was just mostly on my face, and uh-huh. then, but, you know, as time progressed, the um, getting the drug was not as easy, so they're like- Right, because they, they don't want you to be on it all the time. Exactly. Well, not even that. It was just like a whole different, like, you know, medicine evolved and people do more research. Oh, okay. We can't just give you this anymore. Like you have to try other things prior. And mm-hmm. I told them like nothing else works. Like I've tried everything and they're like, well, whatever. So they put me on doxy, right? Uh-huh. And that's what made me blind. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So people that don't know, I wear glasses every day or and mm-hmm. contacts. I can't not live without them. Um, and it was because I took doxycycline and one of the side effects was that it can blur your vision and you're supposed to stop taking it once that happens and your, your vision is supposed to, you know, slowly regain. Unfortunately for me, never happened. Um, my vision hasn't gotten worse that I'm aware of because I still have the same prescription glasses and things like that, but that fucked you up. Yeah, no, that that shit fucked me up. So I went and I'm like, I'm blind now, motherfucker. And they're like, here's your drugs. Like, <laughs> so it, it's you know, it's fucked up that I did it for like, I guess vanity. Yeah. But I mean, your face is a huge part of who, like, what you represent to the world. That's like your fucking face. And- Absolutely. You know what? This. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like this kind of is answering, I think, Jasmine's question that she sent into us. Well, yeah, we have newer questions that we're going to get at, too. And, yes, my uh, the homie Jasmine, my baby Jasmine, um, she sent in – I think I have it here. I'll just read it because it's kind yeah. of answering it. It says, I wanted you guys to talk about how to be confident and achieving self-love and all that being comfortable with yourself. She says, I don't know. I've always admired that about you, and I'm sure Jen has some really great stuff to say about that. So, number one. What's up, homie? I love you. I miss you. Let's hang out soon. And number two, yeah, I guess we're kind of answering that. I think, like I said, I'm my number one fan. And I think mostly it has to do with my being fucking traumatized with my acne. Like mm-hmm. I had, I didn't want to even look people in the face. I didn't want nobody to notice me or look at me. And then that whole thing changed once my face was clear. I felt... I don't know that I felt beautiful, but I felt like, hey, like I can look you in the eye now. Like I, I have some right. confidence back and, you know, it's unfortunate that some people don't ever get rid of their acne and I right. super admire that they can like overcome that without, you know, having something that helps them. Mm-hmm. Like the, they are my hero because I know what it feels like and I don't know that. I would hope that eventually I would get to that stage where I'm like, I'm beautiful regardless. This is who I am. But, you know, when you're 16, especially 15, 16, you're like a little kid and like looks are everything to you then. You you don't know. You haven't experienced the world. It's everybody like picking on you for things. So I don't know. It was a big deal to me. And yeah, I think that's also why I'm like more confident in me regardless of like any other thing I'm like at least my face is not full of like pus you know what I'm saying right 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 right. so I think that see because like your face right 
is one thing, but like, because me, cause all right. And like, even, even though I'm assuming, even though you had this acne and you were doing that, that you were still like a good Jacqueline. Do you know what I mean? Like you kept it real in other places. I'm assuming. What do you mean? Like, like personality wise. young age I had to figure out who I was because of some things and I've always been pretty um aware of like me as Mm -hmm. a person and the things that I like and don't like like I always knew I was gonna be maybe I don't know if the word is different right because when I was in let me tell you a life-changing story when I was in sixth grade Mm -hmm. uh, the teacher asked us to write our favorite radio station on a note card Mm-hmm. And mine, I used to, at that time, listen to like, or I got introduced to alternative music, quote unquote, via mm-hmm. myself watching MTV. Right. So I used to listen to a station by the name of Z95.7 that played, you know, some alternative music. Right. And everybody, and I wrote that on my little card, right? Everybody, and everybody else had KML. No, they had Wild 94.9. Okay, same thing. Same thing, right? So then I erased my card because I, you know, I didn't want to be different. I didn't want to be like the odd one out. So I also put like ninety four nine. Oh, baby then, Jacqueline. I know. And then, but then I was like, Jacqueline, no, we're not going to do this. This is what you like, and the, you just got to be you, right? Right. So then I erased it again, and then I put Z ninety five seven. Good girl. And then from that point on, I felt like you know. I didn't really feel like an outcast, but I felt like I was going to like different things than the the mainstream kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So how old were you when that happened? Ooh, I think I was like 10 or 11. See, I didn't get that until I was like fucking 16 years old. Yeah, but so. you got to experience like the coolest fucking music. I know, and I know, and I still did it, but like, okay, so what I'm saying is, is when I transferred from my one high school, where I was friends with the cool kids, and that one bitch that I was telling you about, and I went to a different school to go be with the, with the other bitch that was part of that conversation, um, I went from Fairfax High School in Los Angeles to Beverly Hills High School, right, Uh so you can imagine my alternative ass, right, fat and awkward, how am I going to get in with these Beverly Hills bitches, and like, how am I going to even make it there for any amount of time walking in the way that I look now, right? Yeah. So I fucking went to the store and I bought like four outfits that were so fucking basic and trendy. It's like if I would walk in right now wearing like some Birkenstocks and, uh, and, and with a scrunchie around one wrist and like the same vans, I'm describing children at Esme school right now, but like, it was like, I walked in like that. Do you know what I mean? Except for it was 80. So God knows what it was. And I fucking was a fake ass bitch for one week. And then I realized you can't do this. These clothes are ugly. They're uncomfortable. This is not who you are. And then I switched and I went back to my regular self. Um, and, and then that's what I did, but no, it was, it was always like, I, so if you know me, you know that I fucking love AFI. So Mm -hmm. I was, how old was I? Like 15 or 16 years old. I listened to, so I had, I had listened to like alternative music, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't grow up with that. Like I wasn't fortunate enough to have somebody that I knew that could teach me like music. It, right. it, it's always been in me that I've always just kind of gravitated towards it and like specific kinds because right. all my dad are straight beaners. I've only listened to <laughs> music when I was younger and you know, that fucking homophobic Vicente Hernandez. No, fuck that guy. But um, so I kind of introduced music to myself. And mm-hmm. when I heard AFI, it was just like, it was just something so great. Like, because it, it was, it's old school AFI. Nobody t- try to tell me that the new stuff is good. It's not. I love AFI, but I, I'm not going to give it to you. I'll right. give you as far as Sing the Sorrow. Anything after that, trash. Got it. But, um. And it was fast and it was angry and it was, and it was everything to me. And like once that happened, like I was like a little punk kid, you know, mm-hmm. and I dressed the party or whatever. Like I had, starting in high school is when I started to get my band shirts, which is classic Jacqueline now. If you know me, you know that my, my, my uniform is, I either got some bands on with some cut dickies, mm-hmm. like skinny jeans and some, or some shorts and a band shirt. I have, what else is there to wear? I have so many fucking band shirts. It, that's right. That that's the only thing I wear. Or like, um, the only other shoes that I actually really wear would be my like. I have some Chucks, but they're mm-hmm. like, I have the of course the classics, the black and the whites. But I have um some band ones, of course. I have uh like the Doors ones. I have mm-hmm. I have a few Misfits ones. I have like three, like two slip ons and one of the high tops. They're not converse necessarily but they're you know modeled after them right 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 and then i have uh uh not really banned but i have some joker ones because as you know or maybe you don't know my favorite villain is the joker so i have a couple of those and i have pink floyd ones i have dark side of the moon and i have wish you were here although Mm -hmm. my favorite album in life is pink floyd's the wall right we have uh artwork from the movie um, which is, by the way, my most painful tattoo that I have. It's on my the right side of my ribs. And and that's the painful spot, right? That is, to me, a uh-huh. lot of people would agree that the ribs are the most painful spot. But for me, to this day, you know your girl has quite a few tattoos. One or two. The rib, like, killed me. And it's the, if anybody's seen the Pink Floyd movie, The Wall, it's the, like, penetrating vagina penis flowers <laughs> and if you don't know <laughs> what that is and you're like what the fuck are you talking about um, I'll post a picture on our IG of, yeah. of that tattoo and the shoes so y'all can look at some of the cool shit that I got and you have some cool chucks too. I do I have I have um I wear pretty much only converse um, unless I wear my artisanal handmade from New York shoes. Um, but, um, yeah, no. So I wear pretty much exclusively Converse and I have two pairs of the clash, which are my favorites. And I try not to wear those all the time, but then I have, um, a bunch of different ones, some that are limited edition, some that are just regular. Um, I have one pair that have little spikes on the front of the, the toe part, you know, uh-huh. Cause that's punk, but um, yeah, I pretty much can only wear those, and and mostly, um, it's because I have these bunions that are really terrible, and they're like the only ones that work on my feet. Well, okay, yeah, no, yeah, I get it. Cause I'm fucking fifty years old. That's why I'm gonna talk about my bunions. That's fine. 
I accept okay. you for who you are. Because, Thank you. Because I love you for who you are. Thank you. And so we got off topic. Going back oh. to um, self-love. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that that's just something that you have to work on yourself. I think me, I am a confident person. I do exude, you know, that I am the shit. Because first of all, I have always said it, I'm my number one fan. But you got to know mm-hmm. you're the shit before anybody else does. That's true. That is absolutely true. Yeah, people can keep telling you you are the shit, but if you don't believe it, it don't mean shit. Exactly. Exactly. And so I have to say that like on that on that tip as they say, so I spent my whole life being very unconfident, right? And I was the fat kid, I was the awkward kid, I was the alternative kid, and it wasn't until I swear to God, I had my weight loss surgery that like, I actually feel like I am a person who can walk down the street and like not be on their guard about something. Do you know what I mean? But it's so stupid, Jackie, because I'm still the same person, like just as awkward, but now people think it's funny and just as irritating, but people put up with so much more of your shit when you don't have something physically reprehensible about about you, which is bullshit because it doesn't matter. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Like our situations, it was more outward appearance that we kind of found a quote unquote solution for. Right. And then that's where we ourselves started to get confident because that part of us was that was holding us back in our minds. Right. Was the thing that was preventing us from doing so. Correct. So what I have to say now, 2019, fuck it, right? I don't care if you have acne. I don't care if you're fat. I don't care if you have one fucking leg. It doesn't matter. You're still you. Yeah. And like, just and like, be I, fucking we were, confident. We were we were younger people at the time, and you know that, that's um, true too. It also comes with age, like yeah. Because once you start getting older, you start not giving a fuck about a lot of things, and you just like own your shit. And that's a beautiful thing. I think absolutely you can, like, own yourself and be like, this is me. This is how I am. This is how, you know, this is what the world sees. And that's fine. Take it how you want to take it. I know who I am. I know how I feel about myself. It's just mostly brain shit. You got to believe it yourself regardless. That's absolutely true. If you have minor flaws here and there, like if you can work on it and you think that like, like, like you, if you think that you're overweight and you uh-huh. find a solution for that, whether it be, you know, the surgery or working out and eating better and blah, 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 blah. If you can do that, good for you. If that's what you feel that you need to do to, to get a better um, state of mind, right? Hit on you for that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like sometimes you just got to do things for yourself to get yourself in a better state of mind. Something that's, you know, not fucking crazy. I'm not saying like, oh, you know what? Do drugs. They make you feel better and forget everything. That's no, no, no. Do something positive. Exactly. Exactly. So I think in that sense, I don't know. I think even but, if you're like a pretty person uh, growing up. Like, I think that they're super insecure as well. And everybody has their own different shit. But like I said, I also think it comes with age when you just kind of like. Just grow up and own your shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We're also in a different time. Like. I think we are in a different time. We are in completely a different time. Yeah. Where people are more positive and more open and like they're getting in a different state of mind to where like body positive and love yourself and like, like down with bullies. And I think that's a beautiful thing. 
I absolutely do. So that reminds me of something that I saw. Um, Cause you know how, like last time I was talking about abortion and women's rights and woman's body is her body and all that kind of stuff. And we talked about pride a little bit too. Right. So um, I saw like a little tiny Facebook documentary about this woman who was born a male. Okay. And was also born without legs. Okay. So this woman had all the confidence in the world with, with her no legs, right. To like learn how to do stuff and not feel sorry for herself and like learn how to get around. And she's real buff on her arms, but then she also realized that she was trans. So she transitioned and let me reiterate, she doesn't have any legs. So she just gets around on her hands and a skateboard and stuff like that. And she has found love. She has found herself and she's fine. And let me tell you what, ain't nobody's going to ask for, can I please be born with no legs? And I, can I please be wrong, born in the wrong gender? But instead of like making that a bad thing about herself, she just said, fuck it, I'm going to be who I am. And she's doing great. Yeah. Moral of the story is just be your damn self. Amen. I, I know that people feel certain types of way about certain types uh, of things about themselves. And that's all normal. And that's all natural. I think if you can work on it and it's it's a healthy way or like, you know, a way that isn't going to damage you or cause you harm, then, you know, do you. Do you. Own your shit. Love yourself. And if you ever need some words of affirmation, come your girl up because I'm really fucking good at that shit. That's absolutely true. And if you need a hug, I'll hug you. Yeah. Positive thoughts, positive vibes from Jacqueline. Everybody who knows me knows that. That's absolutely true. So that's one question we got. I hope we answered your question, Jasmine. If not, then just fucking come talk to me. I love you. You're beautiful just the way you are. Um, she absolutely Jasmine, is. She uh, she also uh, was a little bit heavy set, and this bitch has yep. over 100 pounds. Yes, it, three digits she lost. So I'm applauding you. Jasmine, you are a fucking inspiration, bitch. You are she absolutely it. is. You are getting it. You are fine. She, like I said, she has like a nice, beautiful, fat ass, a pretty face. She got good That's hair. Right. My girl Jasmine is the shit. She knows it too. And if you don't, she is, and she's also really good at her job. Yeah, we love. Not her. that that defines you, but you know, yeah. that's how I know her. So I would say that she is she is great at what she does. got other questions let's, let's get those out the way okay yes so um jefito wanted to know uh cholula or tapatio is this a real question fool cholula apparently tapatio? the only answer to any hot sauce question is tapatio cholula don't know that bitch don't want to know that bitch it's tapatio 100 as a matter of fact i have tapatio socks <laughs> <laughs> Especially for you, homie, because you can have no more questions about hot sauce. It's tapatio. As a matter of fact, we'll do Valentina before we do the the other bitch. Okay. <laughs> so here's. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. As a non-Mexican, I will tell you that you know I had no real preference in your Latin hot sauces. Um, and, you know, because I do sriracha because I'm Asian like that. Um, and then I'm also Jewish and we don't do spicy at all. But um, I would say just based on a packaging standpoint, you would have to go with Tapatio because Cholula has that weird ass wooden 
uh, lid. You're which right. you're right. Mm-hmm. If there's going to be bacteria, it's going to be in the wooden lid and not in the plastic lid. End of story. You're right. For your health, choose tapatio. <laughs> That's right. I also think it's really. I mean, is Cholula even like Spanish? Like know. as a language word? Cholula, I don't know that bitch. I know okay, because it's funny because when you say tapatio, you say tapatio, but you don't say like cholula. You're like cholula. Because I don't know. I, I don't know her origin. I don't know where she comes from. I don't care about her enough to know all these things. Uh, I love it. Jefito, if you want to give us some background, if you feel differently about the situation, let us know. Uh, yes, please. And as far as sriracha, I didn't even know that that was a thing until I started working at our previous job because of the folk mm-hmm. store. Right. So before you knew about the pho place, did you call it pho or did you always call it pho? Uh, I think it was just pho for me because I didn't know what to call it. People are like, okay. get pho, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And then they're like, what the fuck? The thing, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that I knew what it even was before somebody introduced me to it. But I'm right. Sure I was like, pho? And they're like, pho. And then that was it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'm ignorant. What do I know about things like that? So thank you for the well, exactly. We'll post that picture for you so you know what's up. Um, Absolutely. What else, we got? what else we got? Okay, so we got three questions from Andy because he's our number one. What's up, Andy? Hi. Okay, so first question, what's your favorite thing about doing a podcast? Uh, bonding with you, clearly. Absolutely. I mean, what other reason is there to do this podcast? Well, there is the reason why I did my other podcast that you ended up being on and that was like oh my god this person we're we should just be best friends and we should have a podcast because we like podcasts but now that I don't need to be doing a podcast to validate my friendship with anybody I just like chopping it up with you yeah I I me and JSR had a a lovely relationship when we Mm -hmm. were together and even outside of work and like I said I told her to adopt me so now that she's moved away it's actually really nice to be able to communicate with her even though I can't see her pretty face, which I wish there could be some sort of icon where I could see you when I'm when I'm talking to you. That's kind of fucking weird. But look, I can't even fucking figure out this technology. How am I going to figure out that too? Baby steps. Um, Please. Yes. Just just keeping in contact with this beautiful human on the other side of, of or in the middle of the world. Is that where you are? Yep. In yep. The middle of our world of US of A. Um, instead of like text or whatever this is like on a more personal level we have exactly i think we have good conversations i get to know more about her every time and it's really interesting that you people enjoy listening <laughs> to it or are interested or curious to, have, to hear what we got to say uh thank right? you <laughs> i guess i mean i think it's really funny because like people be like what's your podcast about and i'm like it's about me and jackie talking yeah that's what, that's what the bio, I was like, what do I say? It's about nothing and like everything, right? Right. But like, you know, I mean, you have your murder podcast, you have your comedy podcast, you have your history podcast, and then you have me and Jackie. End of story. There you go. So those are the good things. I also like making merch. So that's a thing that I like about having a podcast. She does. She likes to. I do. It's it's that Asianing. You, you like little trinkets and things, you know? I love a trinket. <laughs> Oh my God. So please post, um, we're going to post pictures of the business cards that I made for us that um, I think are the most beautiful things I've ever done. And all I did was type things into a computer, but. (laughs) Hey, you chose the color scheme. Okay. It's so on brand that I could kiss myself. I hope you do. I hope that you do get yourself, look yourself in the mirror, give yourself a little kiss on, on the hand. Okay. I will. Okay. Look. Yeah. Thank you. 
Um, yes. Yeah, so um, Andy's other question is, what are the pros and cons of living in California? Uh, number one would be nature is a, is a definite yep. pro. Uh, top of the list is I'm here also. <laughs> sure. So come put your girl up if you're ever in town. Uh, but no, for real nature, you have beach here. You have forest, you have snow, you have whatever elements of nature you want. It's like within four hours of wherever you're at in California. You know what I'm saying? Give yes, unless you want tornadoes. I don't think you get those. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about natural disasters. I'm just talking about nature in general. I'm just saying that's part of nature. I guess so, but that's a disaster. We're talking about pros here. I know, I know, one, I know. I know. One con would be earthquakes. That's our like natural disaster. Yeah, that's true. The, the the earth literally quakes and it can be scary, but we haven't had like a huge one since. Knock on wood. Yeah, was it 89 or something? Yep. Was that and Loma I missed Prieta? that one. So that was great. That was Loma Prieta, right? Yep. Which is also a sick ass band. If you is it? look that shit up. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. I did not know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but uh, also it's uh, a con if. You are not a doctor or a lawyer or somebody who makes hella money, especially if you're in the Bay Area, because then you're just going to be poor forever and live in a small ass little place and yep. not have a yard for your damn dog. Right. And um, yeah, you're just going to, it sucks. Money yes. wise, if you, were, you don't have like an elite job, like if you're not like a techie or whatever, especially here in the Silicon Valley. Like, you just have to accept the fact that you're going to be poor forever. Yeah. Yep. That's that's a thing. I'm sure it's different in different parts of California. Like I said, I'm talking mostly about the Bay Area because that's where your girl's from. But I don't think it's any better, like in LA or like maybe San Diego or I mean, nobody wants to live in like Bakersfield or Tracy or Hollis. Right. And even Tracy, those houses are expensive because people be living in Tracy so they can work in the city. And that's a long ass commute and a lot of gas and a lot of traffic. So yeah. why would you want to do that? Yeah, no, I'm sorry if you live in any of those places. You know what? I'm not sorry because those places suck. And I'm sorry that you have to live there to be able to live in California. <laughs> yeah, Nicole. Yeah, Catherine. Sorry about Manteca. Right. But, um, but another pro I think about California is like if you want that kind of like amusement park Hollywood, something to do all the time, every day, destination kind of things, then that's got to be your place because we don't have anything like that in Nebraska. Though I will say I'm discovering more about nature in Nebraska and we do have some pretty cool things. Well, that's cool. But we have a fake Mount Fuji. Um, sure. We'll give that to you. <laughs> I was like, so it's this place is called Lawrence and Gardens. And like every year, these rich people add on like another type of garden to this like space, right? So there's like an English garden and a Victorian garden. I don't know, whatever the fuck kind of garden. And then they're working on this Japanese thing, right? And I'm looking at the map and it says replica of Mount Fuji. And I'm like, get the fuck out. And like, we walk and walk and walk and we turn this corner. I'm like, there it is. Like, I don't know how they did it, but they built a, a mountain. You have a picture of this? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll send you one. I'll post it. Um, so yeah, also, also people here seem to be more, um, diverse and accepting, you know, like we got a lot of different kinds of people from a lot of different kinds of places. And for the most part, people are pretty open and cordial about differences. And I think more accepting than let's say like the Midwest or, you know, 
place. True, true, true. I think we're a little bit more open-minded in in that sense or accepting. I I would agree with that also now that I'm here in the Midwest, but I will say that like, um, you know, Pride Month, for example, like I went to Dunkin' Donuts the other day, which I had never been, and they had Pride Donuts. Do you know what I mean? And like, if you're going to have Pride Donuts in a Dunkin' Donuts in the middle of Omaha, then that's got to be some sort of acceptance. But our Target, for example, does not have shit. And like my old Target had lots of Pride merchandise. And I know there's a lot of people who are like, don't buy corporate Pride merchandise because fuck them. They're just trying to capitalist make a dollar. And I totally get that. And it's exploitative. But at the same time, it's very cool, I think, that you can do it. So those are some pros and cons. What else you got? Um, Okay. Andy's last question is a veterinary question, sort of. So that taps into to our lives. And it says, would you recommend getting a dog or a cat depending on if the potential owner lives in a house with a good sized yard or an apartment with no yard? Do those factors matter? What would you advise? First of all, I'm going to give you the run on sentence of the year award because Andy, you got to learn some punctuation. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. Um, so the question in short terms is, does the place that you live matter for the type of animal that you're going to get? Very good translation. Is that yes. right? Okay. Yes, I think so. The answer is fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a low key, like low maintenance type of person, get a fucking cat. They're, get a cat. They're pretty self-sufficient. You can leave water out for them. You can leave uh, food out for them and they, they'll do their own thing. Give them a litter box. They'll shit and piss in there. You can right. like go out for like two days at a time, three days at a time. Get, just make sure that they got plenty of food and water and they're good. So, that's that's kind of great. Then, I will say if you want to be super low key about it, get a girl cat, don't get a boy cat. Yeah, that's just saying. Just that and that's because a boy cat's block. Yes. And we'll get into that at a different time. But we'll, yeah, 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 yeah. But just as a general, if you're low key, it does and it doesn't matter how big or small your place is, cats are fine. Yep. Now, dogs are a little bit different. They're definitely more high maintenance. Um like me myself, I have a dog and I love her and she's the best. And but I, I have to literally plan my life around her like a fucking child right. because I can't just go off gallivanting and have all day adventures if she's not allowed to go because, you know, dogs aren't allowed everywhere, which is fine. But I can only be gone for I don't like to be gone more than like six hours at a time because she needs to go out mm-hmm. to the bathroom because I live in right. California and I don't live in a place where I have a yard or where she can be able to go outside for access. And I don't like this bitch pissing or shitting in the house. I don't want her to get right. used to that, like put pee pads out and things like that. That would be like right. extra last resort, but I don't want to do it. And I haven't done it to this point. And mm-hmm. I don't think she would know what the fuck to do anyways, because that's not her. She doesn't know what to do, but right. literally I, I have to make arrangements or think about boarding her at work or make like mm-hmm. Julia, 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 can you please come over and let my dog out and blah, 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 blah. Um, and I feel personally that if you live in a smaller area, a smaller dog would be more appropriate. Um, true, true. Big dogs do require bigger spaces just as a general. Also money wise, big dogs cost more for, you know, to feed and to, um, if you want to take it to the vet for things, things are usually priced by pound, like medications and all that. (laughs) Medications. You know, treatments, things like that. Um, but yeah, like if you, and, have it, oh, wait. And, 
sorry, on that on that note, uh, don't get a purebred dog. And if you are going to get a purebred dog, research it and know what kind of shit you're getting into because every purebred dog has its own veterinary problem that's going to cost you money. Yes, especially people. Biggest advice, I think that both of us can agree on, JSR. If you are going to get a purebred dog, number one, don't adopt. But if you really, really want to, um, make sure that you know the dog's needs and that you can fit the dog's needs. Don't get a purebred dog because it looks cool or cute or it's right. some sort of whatever fantasy that you have in your fucking head. Because let me tell you, you'll be fucked. You will be fucked. You'll be so fucked. You'll be so fucked. But um, yeah, like don't get a border collie if you live in a in a one bedroom apartment, right? Because that dog is gonna fuck your shit up. That is like one of the smartest dogs. They need to be stimulated. They need to be worked. They need to have a lot of physical. I mean, and if you are the type of person that does, you go and are able to take this dog out for like an hour or two every day, then I'll give it to you. Do it, do it, do it. That's but you fine. Have to be like really fucking committed to to get the needs of the dog out or it's just going to fuck your house up because it's going to get it's going to fuck your house up or you're going to spend money for doggy daycare and when it's in doggy daycare it's going to get in a fight with something and it's going to end up at the vet yeah so basically just know what you're getting into before you get a dog if it's going to be a specifically a purebred because they have their own things that you got to worry about they they're definitely have specific personnel i'm and i'm just saying this because listen I have a purebred dog. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm fucking, what is it? The kettle calling the pop black or whatever the fuck. But this mm-hmm. a prior to me knowing, you know, uh, getting into the field, um, I yeah. did do some research and I am a person with that. I know how to train my dog. I rule with an iron fist, if you will. And Dalmatians are assholes. They are one of the top five most aggressive dog breeds that there are. And a lot of True. people got them because of 101 Dalmatians, but that's not what the that are. A lot of people actually returned them when that movie came out because they did not know how to handle the dogs. Now, right. any dog I can say that you can get, and if it's a bad dog, it's usually the owner's fault because they don't know how to train or how to um, discipline the dog. Fine. Correct. Right? Um, 100%. My dog is a standing citizen of the US of A, Lou, my beautiful Lou dog, because I know how to train him. I was very strict with him. I socialized him. Like, he is good with babies. He is good with other dogs. He's fine with cats. Like, he gets a little bit anxious, but, you know, he's a Dalmatian. That's what he does. But he's not bad at the vet. Like, Clifton was always like, he is just the best dog. Like, I can't believe, like, he lets me do whatever and he doesn't put up a fight. But, like, I was always messing with his ears and his teeth and his paws. And so if you know what you're doing, you can get whatever the fuck dog you want. But you have to really actually know what the fuck you're doing. True. Don't be a first dog owner and get some crazy fucking purebred dog that you know nothing about. Right. And look, if you're not, if you're not good with like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. I was going to say, and if you're not good with disciplining your dogs and you have three little assholes like I do, then you best have a yard that they can go run around in Yeah. and you best be embarrassed when you take them to the vet and you go, Jackie, oh my God, can you cut this dog's nails? Cause ain't nobody else can do it. And you just have to own up to it and you just have to say it. <laughs> uh, that, that was a rant. I went on, I'm sorry, but it's okay. It's okay. So, um, I feel. 
Sorry, what? We answered the questions, right? Oh, I absolutely think so. Can I talk about that Great Pyrenees? Yeah. Do we have any other listener questions? I thought that was another one. Oh, I think we did. I think we did. We had, um, wait, now I can't remember it. Um, hold on. Let me look at my phone. It was the one where, what, why was your cat looking so angry? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the, the picture that I used to, to post uh, our question uh, was Morty, uh, Mordecai Oliver Rosen, my cat, my daughter's love of her life, um, looking at me weird because I was in the bathroom. Because this cat is so trained that if you go into the bathroom, you're going to put some water on for him because he's a little diva. So every time anybody goes to take a piss or a shit in this house, he comes to the door, he demands to be let in, so I don't even close it, I'm that one, and uh, and he comes in and he looks at me, and then I know that after I'm done with my business, I gotta wash my hands and I gotta turn the sink on for him. And uh, I'm working on him not doing that because it's a pain and it wastes water, and we got him a fountain, but he still prefers the fresh drip, so that's Morty. And then also we got another one today that was like, do you like killer whales? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's the homie Kim. Uh, she is a whale bitch. This bitch loves her fucking whale. And is she from California? She is. I actually, she's a coworker of mine, and we're actually oh, okay. whale watching because I'm trying to see these killer whales, which is what I was talking to her about, which is why she just blurted out the question. But uh, mm -hmm. I'm supposed to go next month to go on an expedition into the ocean to see if we can see uh, killer whales on a boat, though. On a boat, yeah. And you're so going to stay on the boat. I'm going to stay. Of course. You we okay. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. Making sure. So, I don't want any repeats of bad times. Yeah, yeah. We'll have her uh, come on the episode so that she can talk to you about whales and shit and our experience. And if any of you guys want to be a part of this podcast, please let us know. Have a conversation like, with us. Anything you want to talk about, we'll talk about. Because remember, we don't have a theme. So we have this way of recording from afar. We may have to record the episode twice, but you are welcome to come on. Yeah. This, you guys can please take right, uh, you know, handle of what's going on here. Cause we clearly don't have a handle on this. <laughs> right. Right. But we would love to talk to you. Yeah. Um, so now you can talk about the Pyrenees. I think that was all the questions. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so speaking of dogs and having a job and having the right dog for your situation, here's a family that has a great Pyrenees to be their livestock dog. And so that's perfect. They live on a farm. They have these dogs. They guard their goats. It's great. But even oh. after they've done everything perfectly, they still done fucked up. Okay, so for the listeners who don't know what a great Pyrenees is, JSR, describe the dog. Um, it's a ginormous dog that um, was born and bred to herd uh, sheep and goats and that kind of stuff. And they're, they're from the, the Pyrenees Mountains in Europe. They got a lot of um, fur. And they got a lot of fur because they're supposed to be in a cold climate. And they basically chase the wolves away. Okay. And if you want to like know a lot more about it, there's this documentary series on Netflix called Dogs. And you can watch the Great Pyrenees episode. May I recommend the entire thing? Yes. The theme song is written by Danny Harrison, who is the son of George Harrison, who is on tour with ELO. Uh, and his drummer is Chris Hornbrook. So that's how we made it relevant to our podcast. Yeah, Chris Hornbrook. See how, uh, I, see how I brought that around? Yeah, the drummer of Poison the Well, who yep. you all know I love. 
Um, so anyway, so, so that's a great Pyrenees and you should definitely watch the episode because it's very interesting. But um, this family done fucked up because they decided to give their great Pyrenees a haircut, which I don't know why they decided to do that because dogs that have a lot of fur, even if it's hot and it's the summer, that fur insulates them. You don't want to shave them because then they're going to not be able to regulate their temperature. Having said that, this dog had never been inside in its whole life, and it was three years old, so it had a lot of mats. And if your dog has mats, then that's going to be uncomfortable. So they were trying to help. But what they did was they tried to give him a haircut with some sheep shears, and they were going at it hard, and they severed this dog's Achilles tendon. Yeah, people, that whole thing where we're like, know the dog that you're going to get and its needs. If you're going to have a fluffy dog or a dog with a lot of fur, know that it's going to require maintenance, regular grooming. And by grooming, we mean like actually take it to somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing and or use clippers like that you would use. If you're going to shave. So that you can shave it. Don't ever use scissors on your dog because I don't care how good you think your dog is, that it's not going to move, that it's not going to blah, blah, blah. You know, anything can happen. Something like it could see something at the corner of its eye or a noise can happen right as you're trying to like cut the fur and then. Or you could be a clumsy ass bitch. Or you could be a clumsy ass bitch and there goes like a hole inside your dog and now it's a surgery and now it's a whole thing. Right. So like now that you don't work in a hospital that sees emergencies, you probably don't see it as much. But how much do you think we saw like in a week at the old place? I mean, it was not super often but it was often enough that it was very upsetting every time every time the place that i see now we do mm-hmm. get emergencies occasionally okay but we have had it where uh the owner was trying to clip a mat or you know give it a haircut and like sliced its skin open and now it has yep. a huge gaping hole Yes. You know what else I want to say? If you have a dog that needs grooming, make sure you research that groomer and go look at it before you drop your dog off there. Because at the same time, you don't want non-cardiogenic pulmonary edema either. There's a lot of factors, guys, with having dogs. There are. There are. There are. But anyway, this dog is going to be fine. He's going to see the surgeon. It's going to be okay. But um, yeah. And we know it's not intentional, but we're just saying, here's some advice. Don't use scissors on your dog. Don't use scissors. End of rant. Yeah. Um, I think that we, we got a good amount of time in. I think we did. I think I think that is another episode in the can, as they say. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for actually submitting questions. That was cool of you guys. I didn't think Absolutely. you were <laughs> And please keep them coming because every week Jackie's all like, what are we going to talk about? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. And so... Yeah, and then talk, and then this is what happens. <laughs> exactly. So please um, send us, you know, what you want to hear about, what you don't want to hear about it. It's like an AMA. Ask us anything, and if you want to be on the podcast, just let us know. We'll work it out. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We heart you. Um, keep up your self love. Love yourself. You're perfect the way you are. You don't need to look a certain way. You don't need to act a certain way. Just be you. And if If they're real ass bitches and, you know, down ass people, they will love you just for that. And if not, fuck them. Fuck them. That's right. Just what she said. Is that it? That's it. I'm 